This is the Read to Lead podcast, episode 149. Hi, I'm Todd Henry, author of Louder Than Words, Harness the Power of Your Authentic Voice. One of my favorite voices belongs to this guy. It's Jeff Brown and the Read to Lead podcast. Welcome to the Read to Lead podcast with Jeff Brown. Jeff believes that if you desire to achieve true success in business and in life, then consistent and intentional reading is a must. The Read to Lead podcast will not only help you narrow this ever important reading list, but also bring you key insights and valuable feedback from some of today's most successful and inspiring authors. And now here's Jeff. Hi, and welcome to the podcast that is dedicated to your personal and professional growth. Leadership, of course, is at the core of what we discuss each and every week. We also delve into topics like personal growth, business, entrepreneurship, marketing, sales, career, jobs, and much, much more. And normally we do that by welcoming a guest of a recently published or fairly new book. Today, though, your guest is yours truly. As you no doubt know, one of the purposes of this podcast is to narrow down that list of awesome business books that come out every year, every week, every month, and help you to know which ones you need to pay attention to. And much like I ask every guest here on the show, when I guest on other podcasts, and I've been doing a lot of that lately, I almost always get asked what books I recommend. That's inspired me to want to share with you today the four business books every leader should read. Now, it may come as no surprise that all four of these have been featured previously on the podcast. But in case you happen to be someone who hasn't had the chance to listen to every episode, or you'd like some inspiration for that Christmas gift list, that as far as I'm concerned, these four books should be at the top of your list. They're four books that have probably impacted me more than any others I've read. The first is a book written by author Simon Sinek, probably best known for his book, Start With Why, and the TED Talk that inspired it. I'm talking about the book Leaders Eat Last, Why Some Teams Pull Together and Others Don't. Simon says that stress and anxiety at work have less to do with the work we do and more to do with weak management and leadership. He says when we know that there are people at work who care about how we feel, our stress levels decrease. But when we feel like someone is looking out for themselves or that leaders of the company care more about the numbers than they do us, our stress and anxiety go up. Simon uses a military example early on in the book. And as I read it, I was reminded of the Mel Gibson film, We Were Soldiers, based on the book We Were Soldiers Once and Young. And in that role, Mel's character was the first on the battlefield and the last one off. He put his men first. And, and they truly got the sense that he genuinely cared. And that's a big part of being a leader's eat last type of leader. Another takeaway for me from this book is when Simon says that it's not how smart the people in the organization are. It's how well they work together. That's a true indicator of future success or the ability to manage through struggle. Simon also covers the role that the release of chemicals in our limbic brain play. And it's very, very fascinating. Again, the book is called Leaders Eat Last, Why Some Teams Pull Together and Others Don't. The perfect book for the 21st century work environment, in my opinion. Another book along those lines is from my friend David Burkus. 
It's called Under New Management, How Leading Organizations Are Upending Business as Usual. Now, David's been getting a lot of attention recently for a TED Talk he gave that covers one chapter in particular. That chapter is called Make Salaries Transparent. He argues that sharing salaries openly may not only enhance engagement and productivity, but it dramatically narrows the gender wage gap. In other chapters, he covers things like banning email, which he says can make your whole company more and not less productive. He also says the customer isn't always right, and sometimes it's best when companies put their priorities second. And he says giving unlimited vacation time unlocks performance on the job. Now, throughout the book, David gives a number of examples to support each of these arguments. In other words, companies who are doing these very things and thriving as a result. It's really a whole new way, as the title infers, to look at management and organizations. Under New Management from David Burkus, How Leading Organizations Are Upending Business as Usual. And with this book, I think David is upending a lot of traditional opinions on the world of work. The next book on our list is a book by Greg McEwen. It's called Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less. I first had a chance to chat with Greg in episode 52 of the Read to Lead podcast, and you can find a link to that interview and interviews with the other authors mentioned today at readtoleadpodcast.com slash 149. And it might be quick to dismiss essentialism as a book strictly about productivity, but Greg says that essentialism is not a time management strategy or a productivity technique. Instead, he says it's a systematic discipline for discerning what is absolutely essential and eliminating everything else. And by doing that, everyone, you and me, can make the highest possible contribution toward the things that really, really matter. And Greg's book has has gained popularity in large part for debunking the myth that we can do it all. He says we absolutely cannot do it all. We're constantly juggling an ever-growing set of of professional and, and personal responsibilities. And despite ourselves, we continue to take on more and more. Does that resonate? We say yes because we feel we have to, not because we want to. And Greg says as a result of that, we feel overworked and underutilized, in other words, busy but not productive. So what's needed in order to achieve greater productivity, success, and and to live a more fulfilling life is to remain focused on those few essentials. And as I said a moment ago, getting rid of the trivial many. Do less, he says, but better. That's the definition of essentialism. Do less, but better. Again, that's essentialism, the disciplined pursuit of less by Greg McEwen. And funny thing is Greg actually had a hand in the final book we're going to talk about. It's a book by Liz Weissman. It's called Multipliers, How the Best Leaders Make Everyone Smarter. Now, I first read this book back at about 2011 or 2012, and then I think it was 2013 in the first year of the podcast that we had Liz on the show. She's actually been on the show a couple of times, once to talk about her follow-up book called Rookie Smarts. But Multipliers, How the Best Leaders Make Everyone Smarter, is one of my all-time favorite leadership books. In a nutshell, this is a book about how to be the kind of leader that understands how to leverage the collective brain power of your team. I've worked for leaders, and frankly, in the past, I was the kind of leader 
who was threatened by the brain power around me. I felt it was my job to hire people who could simply come in and be yes men and yes women and do what I told them to and not not rock the boat. Well, if you're working for that kind of leader, get out as fast as you can. The last leader I worked for in a traditional job was a multiplier kind of leader. His his name, his reputation has come up on the show a number of times. His name is Matt Austin, and he works at a radio station now in Dallas, Texas. And Matt understood that by surrounding himself with people who in some areas might be smarter than him, he made the whole team better. And also a byproduct of that was it made him look even better as a leader. So Multipliers by Liz Weissman is going to help you be the kind of leader who understands why that's so important and how to actually pull it off. Be a multiplier type leader, not a diminisher type leader, Liz says. Again, it's Multipliers, How the Best Leaders Make Everyone Smarter by Liz Weissman with Greg McEwen, author of Essentialism. My list of four books I think every leader should read. Add these to your Christmas wish list if you don't already have these or haven't read them. Simon Sinek, book called Leaders Eat Last, Why Some Teams Pull Together and Others Don't. Then there's Under New Management, How Leading Organizations Are Upending Business as Usual by David Burkus. Essentialism, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McEwen. And that, by the way, is spelled M-C-capital-K-E-O-W-N. And finally, Multipliers, How the Best Leaders Make Everyone Smarter by Liz Weissman with Greg McEwen. Links to each of those books and our original interviews with each of the authors can be found in the show notes page for this episode, which is at readtoleadpodcast.com slash 149 for episode 149. And finally, a book I'm currently reading, and I hope to be able to bring you an interview with one of the two authors, if not next time on the show, then very, very soon. Uh, It's a book called The 100-Year Life, Living and Working in an Age of Longevity. It's by Linda Gratton and Andrew Scott, a fascinating book. I hope to have an interview uh, with the authors uh, from that book very, very soon. Again, if not next time on the show. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. I look forward to seeing you next time for the Read to Lead podcast. Thanks so much for listening to the Read to Lead podcast. As a subscriber, we challenge you to be more than just a passive listener. Become a vital member of the community. Visit us on the web at readtoleadpodcast.com. Until next time, remember, leaders read and readers lead. 